Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show on 93 WIBC. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here. We'll go straight to the drivehugler.com hotline and bring on Kevin Bowen from 107.5 The Fan. Just an abysmal, boring Colts game down in Tennessee. Colts lose 19-10. to Matt Ryan, quarterback, had an awful game. Big breaking news today is that Matt Ryan has been benched for the backup. Sam Ellinger, uh, KB, your thoughts? Yeah, this is something that didn't shock me too, too much. Um, just from the standpoint of, and I, I don't, I can't remember if we had this conversation a few weeks back, guys, but when Sam Ellinger was promoted to the backup a few weeks ago, that had heavy, heavy Jim Irsay influence. Frank Reich is no dummy. He's on the hot seat when your owner wants something or influences you in a way or makes it very clear behind closed doors that he's fond of another player and not fond of the current starter. Um, you don't ignore that. And I think this has some Jim Irsay influence as well. At the same time, I don't think Frank Wright can be naive to, you know, Matt Ryan has been a turnover machine with the Colts uh, now for seven games. Uh, Ryan does have an injury. Uh, Frank Wright called it a grade two shoulder separation earlier today, but also made it clear that this move would have been made uh, even if Ryan was healthy. Oh, wow. When did he, when, when did he get that injury? Was that Sunday? Boy, I, I feel like I've seen him favor something on his body. Like, yeah. even the last three or four games, yeah. he's been hit a ton. He's been sacked a ton. So, I just think it's a little bit of a 37-year-old quarterback who has not been injured often in his career, just kind of over time piling up. But, you know, I, I don't, I can't pinpoint one exact hit. Or it's not like he's exited the game due to injury at all here in recent weeks. And to be perfectly clear, even with this shoulder injury, the report that we're hearing is that this was a performance-based benching, and he's back at number three. Nick Foles is at number two. Is that right? Correct, yeah. And again, his injury will not allow him to practice. He will not be active for this week. I mean, I would think a question would be, guys, you're a week out from the NFL trade deadline. I mean, wouldn't Matt Ryan and or Nick Foles be available for trade? Um, that wow. would seem to be a wise thing to entertain. Uh, but I just think big picture, guys, I mean, this is just another admittance of how the Colts have failed the most important position in sports for several years now. And ever since Andrew Luck retired, uh, that first conversation that day after had to be, how do we go out and find the next answer? And they've elected to go the Band-Aid route. And they've lost valuable draft capital. They've, you know, invested twenty some million into that position in each of the last couple of years. And they thought Philip Rivers would be longer than a year, and he retired. They thought Carson Wentz would be the answer for longer than a year. And basically, your admittance today is Matt Ryan's done. I mean, Ellinger is the planned quarterback for the rest of the year, and I would be stunned if wow. Matt Ryan was this team's quarterback at all again or moving forward. So you mentioned Whoa. on our show before and reiterated this today that this kind of feels like a Jim Ursay decision here now Ursay has spoke 
just very highly of Matt Ryan, compared his leadership to Peyton Manning's. We even heard that before the game against Tennessee on a couple of the national shows. Ultimately, does this look bad upon Jim Ursay himself? Yeah, I, I I guess you could definitely say that. I mean, I, I know he's certainly praised you know the leadership, and I don't know. I think he called it Navy Seal like. Um, that seems to be his new catchphrase lately, and, and, and compared it to Peyton Manning, um, I, I think it's I think it's bad on the whole organization. I mean, top down, you know, you have had um, an acceptance from the owner and going again with this short term stopgap band aid route, and you've missed. Um, and when you do that, you stunt. I think the growth of your franchise, you limit. You know how successful you can be, um, not only in a one-year increment, but I would say for several years. Because again, even if Matt Ryan was going to be the guy for two years, he's 37 years old. It's not like he was going to be here for five more years. So, you know, if you're guys like Jonathan Taylor or you know Quentin Nelson or DeForest Buckner, you know some of these young Michael Pittman, some of these young guys that are entering their prime, um, you got to be very frustrated by the fact that this revolving door continues and the revolving door now is a six round quarterback. You know, Sam Ellinger has some traits that, you know, the Colts really love. Um, They love his leadership and he certainly can move, which is advantageous behind this offensive line right now. But there's a reason why he lasted until the 200 something pick in the draft a few years ago. So it's not like you're handing the keys over to this, you know, second, third round pick, you know, even first round pick that, you know, it's only been a matter of time, kind of a waiting in the wings sort of thing, and you really feel like this guy can be the franchise quarterback. Maybe Ellinger would totally prove me wrong, but I just think he has the ceiling as a nice backup. Did um, the pass protection and the offensive line play any part in the performance of Matt Ryan? I know he was very well yeah. protected last week, but this week he was on his butt an awful lot. I mean, did that have something to do yes. with it? Without question, it's actually something Reich mentioned today that the Colts have not supported Matt Ryan, and I would agree wholeheartedly with that. Um, I would agree that they didn't support. I would argue they did not support Carson Wentz either. Um, and, and when you say support, you mean what you told Matt Ryan when that trade happened was, you know, here's an 1,800-yard rusher in Jonathan Taylor. Here's an offensive line that has tons of investment, and we will protect you and we will give you a rushing attack that you haven't had probably throughout his career. Um, and they have not lived up to that. So I do think this is a this is a multiple-way street, if you will, in that Matt Ryan, again, has turned the ball over like a first-year quarterback. But at the same time, you have lacked the support around him. Kevin Bowen joining us does the morning show on our sister sports station, 107.5 The Fan, Kevin and Query. So, KB, let's say – that Alan Gurr's the guy. He finishes out the year. The Colts miss the playoffs. They win a couple games along the way. What do the Colts look for in the NFL draft? Is it a quarterback? Is it a left tackle? What do you think? Yeah, I think you have to look into quarterback. Um, yeah, I, I I think you have to. I, I even if you know Ellinger shows a flash or two, uh, there are limitations. In particular, I think arm strength is a bit of a limitation. I know it's something that, that that he's worked on. I'm curious to see what happens when defenses actually game plan for him and you know have sort of you know spies or whatever you know assigned to him as, as a runner. Um, but it's the most important position in sports, and you know there's a phrase of sustained success that. Um, I think when you look at QBs around the league, if you want to give your franchise the best opportunity to have a chance for a five to seven, five to ten year window, having that quarterback in place is the way to do it. And yes, the Colts are in the middle of round one right now, drafting order. 
they'd have to trade up to get one of the top QBs. But, you know, some of these top QBs in the AFC right now, they weren't the top, you know, quarterback in that draft class, whether it's Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson or Justin Herbert. Uh, it's not easy. You've got to identify the right one. Uh, you've got to make that selection. And then, of course, the Colts do need to continue to build around that guy. And so what do you think um, when speaking to Colts fans? Like, uh, Is there a glimmer of hope now? I mean, the Colts are, what, 3-3 three and three and, and 1? Right. Uh, what, like, what do you think? I mean, the... Are we going to the playoffs or are we tanking? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if we're going to the playoffs or we're tanking, KB. Well, God bless the AFC South because I don't think Tennessee is yeah. going to run away with it. I, I don't think they're a great football team, even though they are 4-2 and two right now. Um, but this is a sign, certainly, of – of a tank, of a, you know, one eye looking towards the future. I mean, it's unprecedented in Colts history to do something like this. Yeah. Um, now, I, I want to make it clear, I'm good with it. I mean, it was clear that Matt Ryan was not the guy. That was evident through seven weeks. And I'm a big believer in that once you find that out, play the youth. See what you have. No position sports is more different than – uh, practice versus a game than quarterback in the NFL. You literally wear a different color jersey in practice right. than you do in a game. So you, you never really know what you have until you put him him out there. You know, like a guy like Jacob Eason, who they had a few years ago, they put him out there for five snaps. Now, it didn't go well, but, again, you got to get them into some live bullet settings until you truly know. So, you know, according to Frank Reich today, Sam Ellinger's the guy the rest of the year. He's going to get nine games. What a golden opportunity for him. Or, and we'll see, uh, we'll see what happens. If this team misses the playoffs, is this the end of Frank Reich? Is this the end of Chris Ballard? Does one survive? Do both survive? What do you think? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I would say Reich is, a little, is on a hotter seat internally than... Ballard, I personally think they should be tied at the hip together. Uh, I'm a big believer in that, you know, you, you, you go ahead and make that move and, and totally start over. Uh, but I think in Ursay's eyes, I think he holds Ballard in a little bit of a higher light than he does Reich. Was and there yeah, was there a meeting the last night, I, KB? I'm sorry. Was there a meeting last night between these two? Like, is this how this whole thing came to be? Uh, Reich made it clear that this decision was made this morning, um, came in and watched the film, then confirmed that. Uh, but I will reiterate what I said to you guys earlier. Um, I'm not acting like Jim Mercer literally picked up the phone and called Matt Ryan to inform him, but Frank Reich is no dummy. He knows how his owner feels. I think there was some heavy influence from the owner in this decision. All right, so if we want to get more information and have a little reaction, where can we go? Yeah, tomorrow morning, 7 to 10 a.m. We'll be chatting about it on Kevin Query on our sister station. Uh, 107.5 The Fan, and then there's some written content up on the website, 107.5thefan.com. Kevin Bowen, KB, thanks, thanks man. KB. Yep, see you guys. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.